Hallelujah. Well, um, I had told you last month that the Spirit had dealt with me in January to minister um, on the subject of faith. Um, it's interesting. I don't know if I'm just, you know, as simple as they come, but when the Lord deals with me to minister on, on things, it's normally like one word. He said, minister on faith. And he kind of let me fill in the blanks. <laughs> and this month, he, uh, he was dealing with me, actually, um, as we were finishing that up, I guess it was two weeks ago, because uh, my husband ministered last week. But as we were finishing that up, I just knew in my heart we are supposed to minister on praise um, this next time. And what I didn't realize um, until I started studying and, and um, putting some scriptures together is that really this is just a continuation of our ministry on faith. Um, if you remember 1 John 5, verse 4, it told us, it told us that um, everyone who's born of God overcomes the world, right? We should know this verse by now. We've said it for like weeks on a row. But 1 John 5, verse 4, it says, everyone who has been born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world. What? Our faith. Our faith. Our faith is the victory that overcomes the world. And so uh, we, we went through and talked about how faith comes. Faith comes by what? Hearing. Hearing the word of God, the word of Christ. And so we talked about how to hear. We talked about being effective listeners, effective hearers. Um, quality hearing was a, a phrase that came out because it matters how we hear. And so we talked about hearing in order to receive the word and allow that word to get planted on the inside of us. And so um, faith comes by hearing. And then uh, a couple weeks ago, we then we looked at uh, a couple, well, an example in the scriptures where Jesus, um, that woman with the issue of blood, remember her? In Mark chapter 5, she, what, she had, had, she had been sick for 12 years. She said, she, it, the Bible says that she had tried everything through physicians. She had, had tried to get better. She had not gotten any better with the help of the physicians. She'd only gotten worse, the Bible said. And she had, she had um, spent all the money she had trying to get better. And the Bible said when she heard about Jesus, she said to herself, if I could only get to him and touch his clothes, if I can just get to Jesus and touch, if I can just touch him, I'll be made well. And so we looked at that example and realized faith comes by hearing. But then faith, once we've heard and faith is dropped down into our spirit, well, then there's going to be some actions that come after that. That woman, what? She started speaking. She started saying something. And she started moving, right? She said, if I can just get to Jesus, if I can just, so she got herself up out of that bed and she went out into the crowd. We know according to Jewish law that she was, if, if she had an issue of blood, she was not supposed to leave her house. She was supposed to stay at home. She wasn't supposed to be out amongst the crowd, but she went past what the tradition said, and she, she, her faith 
pushed her out into something new. And so she, she heard something, then she said something, and then she moved towards her answer. And um, if you have my husband's book, uh, his book is called Simple Faith, and that whole book came out of a, a time he talks about in the very beginning. He said he was sitting down on his bed one night, our bed, I guess, on the bed one night to um, just get ready for bed, go to, go to sleep. And he said the Spirit ministered to him four phrases. The first one was, faith comes. The next one was, faith says. Third was faith moves. And the fourth one was faith wins. Faith wins. Well, we've talked about three of those so far. And um, when the Spirit ministered that to him, he knew, well, he wrote that down real quick. He knew it was a sermon for him to uh, start ministering while he was out traveling and things like that. And he ministered that to us. Um, and then, of course, a book came out of it. But uh, what he thought when he first heard those words, faith comes, faith says, faith moves, he thought it was the three and then he thought the fourth one was just the answer. So if you put faith comes plus faith says plus faith uh, moves, it would equal faith wins. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like faith wins is the result of that. Yeah. But as he was studying it out, he realized, no, 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 that's not what the Spirit was ministering to me. Faith wins is another step in our faith walk. And faith wins is what we would call a phase of praise. <laughs> I wouldn't say we would call it. I just made that up right now. So what I would call a phase of praise. Praise the Lord. And that is when we start, when we have heard the word, we've received it into our heart, we've declared this belongs to me. This is mine. We've moved, started moving toward our answer. But we don't see the answer yet in the natural. What do you do in the interim? You've said something. You've moved toward something. Now what do you do? You praise. Why? Because if you've received the word from God and you've declared that it belongs to you, then according to the word... Let's look at Mark 11. I guess we're going to have to go there today. We'll start there this morning. Mark 11. And um, if you have stated that this belongs to you according to the word that you've heard, then there is nothing left to do except thank him and praise him that that thing, whatever it is you've asked for, belongs to you. But I don't see it yet. I know. That's why we have the fourth phase. Faith wins. The winning phase. Where we rejoice and praise because God's faithful to do what he said he would do. So Mark 11, let's uh, start with verse 22. 
Jesus answered them, have faith in God. If you will look at uh, uh, the way this is written out in the Greek, it literally means have the God kind of faith. Ha! That's huge. Jesus told him, now this, if you'll remember Mark 11, we should be familiar with this, but this was right after he had cursed the fig tree. He had told it to dry up from its roots and uh, that no man was ever going to eat figs from that tree again because it didn't produce for him what he needed when he needed it. And so he spoke to it. Now, 24 hours later, they're coming back by this tree, and the disciples are stopping him, saying, Whoa, Master, look, the tree that you talked to, it's dead. And they were stunned. They were amazed. And Jesus looked at them and said, Yeah, it's because I'm so big and I'm so great. It's because I'm God. And you guys, you know, you're just going to have to stand back there, and you're just going to have to marvel at my amazing abilities. That's not what he said. He turned to them and said this verse right here. Guys, have faith in God or have the God kind of faith. Or, my translation, have faith like me. Jesus was saying, have my kind of faith. What? I spoke, I expected an answer, and we got it. And so and, and he goes on after he says, have faith in God, and he says, truly I say to you, whoever says, there we go, whoever says to this mountain, be taken up and thrown into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says will come to pass, it will be done for him. So, Jesus said, obviously we know faith comes by hearing the word. We have to hear from God in order to have faith to speak to something. Okay, so we're not going to cover all that we've ministered uh, in those weeks about hearing. But once we've heard from God about something, the Bible says that we can speak. We can speak. Jesus told his disciples, I only do what I've heard my father say do. I only say what I've heard my father say. So we know Jesus spoke to the tree because he heard from the father, curse it. So we know Jesus was operating with the the help of the spirit. And he was speaking something. He was using his faith. Why? To demonstrate for us. To help us. Everything he did was for our example so we can know how to work on the earth. Now, I gave a testimony a couple weeks ago as we were wrapping up that series on faith. I gave a testimony about when I had sun poisoning. Do you remember that? I, I, was, I was young. I had uh, gotten sun poisoning while out in the Caribbean sun. And from that point, when I had gotten that sun poisoning, every time after that, I would go out in the sun, even for, you know, just a few minutes. My skin would start to tingle. I would feel a rash start coming up. And uh, I was just so frustrated because I was learning about faith. I was learning about 
healing that the Bible says by his stripes, by Jesus' stripes, I was healed, and yet I was not able to overcome these symptoms anytime I was out in the sun. And I was frustrated. Remember that? I was, I was talking to the Lord in frustration. <laughs> I know you've never done that. But I was saying, I know your word's true. Well, if I had known his word was true, I wouldn't be frustrated with his word. But, but, it, but it's not working for me. It's not working. I, I, I believe I'm healed, but I'm still getting symptoms. I'm still having trouble. And I'm not seeing, I'm not seeing, I'm not seeing, I'm not seeing the results. That was my frustration. Why? Because all I was doing was walking by sight. What I needed was what? I needed to hear and let faith come. And so uh, you remember the story, if you were with us, he dealt with me, read Psalm 121. And I tried to tell him I know what Psalm 121 says. And because I knew the first two verses. <laughs> and he dealt with me, read Psalm 121. So we went back and forth quite a few times. Finally, I mean, I feel like um, I was in a, a bus at the time. We were traveling with a music group, and, and I was the only one on the bus. And I feel like, I mean, it could have been an audible voice because I felt like my whole body shook when the last time he said, read Psalm 121. So I finally sat down, looked at Psalm 121, and if you uh, remember what it says in there, and uh, we are already turning a totally different direction, but it's all right to, to um, review. Psalm 121, if you go through that psalm, in verse 5, he says, The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade on your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day, nor the moon by night. Uh, and it, he goes on in verse 8, it says, The Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time forth and forevermore. What the Lord was showing me in my walk of faith and my trying to overcome something, uh, a problem in my life, he was showing me that I needed a direct word to stand on. And he gave it to me. He gave it to me. And uh, I, I couldn't ask for a better word when it came to sun poisoning than what was here in the scripture that said, the sun uh, will not strike you by day. So what did I have? I had now heard the word, and faith came. And I talked to you about how once that got planted down on the inside of me, my eyes lit up, and my, you know, I got a smile on my face, and something came out of my mouth. What was it? This scripture. <laughs> and I went hopping off that bus, and as soon as I could talk to my husband, I said, guess what? The Bible says that the sun will not strike me or smite me, depending on what translation you read, by day, nor the moon by night. It says that he's going to keep my going out and my coming in. That means that I don't have to have sun poisoning because God's my protection. 
And, you know, he might have looked at me like I had three heads, like, yeah, I know that verse is in there, but I didn't know. And I needed that, that rhema, that, that living word to come into my heart. And when I received that word, I had what we call faith. What? That God is faithful to his word, and I have his word for this particular problem. This situation, what did I have? I had my answer for this problem. And so uh, faith comes, faith says, faith moves. What did I do? I started getting myself out in the sunshine when I could. Praise the Lord. I wasn't avoiding the sun anymore. I'm not going to be stupid. I still put sunscreen on my skin. I'm not, you know, going to go out and sit there for an hour. In, in, but at this at this time, ironically, we were traveling through California. We were doing a month-long tour in the state of California. And you say, can you spend a month in California? Oh, yeah, you can. There's a lot of churches, and it's a big state. So we were traveling through California, so I was hitting a lot of sunshine. This Buffalo, New York girl uh, did, wasn't really used to all that sun. And so it was very vivid to me that there was a problem. And I needed the answer. And so when the Lord spoke that to me, and, and he showed that to me, I started putting that word, this word, in my mouth. Why? I was releasing the faith that was in my heart. So I was saying, I was making action. I was moving towards the, uh, the goal line. And what was I doing? I was going out as I was able and had time. I would go out and enjoy the sunshine. Again, I'm from Buffalo, New York. I was raised in Buffalo, New York. It's almost always like, well, there's actually sun out there. It's, it's grayer than this up there a lot of the time. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> and so um, I was making action, going out. But while I was sitting in the sun, my skin would start to tingle. And so I would say, no, the Lord said, the sun will not smite me by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord said that he would protect my going out and my coming in forevermore. But then I didn't just stop there. Then I did what uh, Mark 11, 23 says, Praise the Lord. Mark eleven twenty three, Jesus said, you're going to speak to your mountain. You're going to say, be thou removed, be cast into the sea, and not doubt in your heart. I did not doubt in my heart that God had spoken to me and given me my word for my healing. But look at this. Not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he, what he says, what he says, what I say, will come to pass. It will be done for him. And so our key, number four, faith wins. Our key, once we've released our faith, once we've spoken to the problem to be removed, once we've declared what the word of God says in our situation, we praise. We give thanks. Why? Because if we believe the word's true, and if, is everybody doing okay? 
Praise the Lord. This is the truth. If we believe that God has done what he said he would do in our situation, (laughs) then even though I don't see it yet, even though my skin was still tingling a little bit, that didn't matter to me so much anymore. It wasn't the outward uh, feeling that was bothering me. It was the inward knowing that his word cannot fail. And so I was able to say, Father, thank you. Thank you that I'm healed. Thank you. It's so good to be able to enjoy the sun. It's so good to know at whatever age I was, 22, 23, that I won't have to avoid the sunshine for the rest of my life. Father, thank you for the sun. I'm grateful for the sun. I'm grateful for the moon. Come on now. I am thankful that I can always enjoy all of your benefits that you've placed in my life. What was I do? That's winning. That's praising is winning. That's winning the battle. Why? Because I can't tell you when the symptoms actually stopped. Because I was so consumed with what I had on the inside, the answer. I was so consumed with knowing what God had already told me belonged to me. That the symptoms, and this has happened not just back when I was in my 20s, but anytime I faced symptoms or, or trouble in my life and have needed to use my faith, if you will get caught up with the winning part, the praising part, the thanking part, just consumed, all consumed with how faithful he is, how good he is, how he always comes through. Turn with me to Psalm 103. If you will get consumed with praising him for what he has already blessed you with, You say, but he hasn't blessed me with it. I don't see it. I still have symptoms. But according to the word, he has. Does that make sense? According to the word, he already has. The Bible says he has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. He has. When was healing purchased for us? Not a trick question. When did Jesus purchase our healing? On the cross. On the cross, the Bible says, by his stripes, the stripes that were laid on him, we were healed. 1 Peter 2.24, Isaiah 53, verse 4, 5, 6. So if he's already done it 2,000 years ago, I get to thank him for it. Before before my body is actually tangibly filled, experiencing uh, the release of the symptoms before we see it in the natural. What is that called? We're talking about praising, yes, but we were talking about faith, the life of faith. The Bible says that we are to walk by faith, not by sight. What's, what's faith? Faith is believing what God said, not what you see. 
And there are, there are Christians all over that say, yes, I believe what God said, but until I see it, I'm not going to believe that I have it. But that's not what Jesus said. He said to us that if you believe, if you say with your mouth, believe in your heart and don't doubt it, said you will have what you say. Praise the Lord. So Psalm 103, you got there. I did not. Psalm 103, we should, we should know this psalm, at least the first few verses of it. It says this, what? Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Why? Because he's so good. He's so good at what he does. Praise the Lord. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Verse 2, bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. When we are in the winning phase of faith, when we are in the praise phase, that this is what we're doing. We're, we're, not gonna, we're not forgetting any of his benefits. Father, you've redeemed me. I know that tingles, and I know it doesn't look good, but your word told me that the sun won't smite me. And so I'm praising you. I am thanking you for the benefit of sun protection. Ha! Is that a benefit? Yep, according to the word. It is. If you can find it in the word, if you can find that Jesus paid for it, you can have it. You can get rid of it. If you can find it in the word, if you can find that Jesus paid for it, anything that you need in your body in the lines of healing, Jesus paid for it on the cross. Glory to God. And so our job, once we've received the word into our heart, and, and we've, we've fed that word, and we've heard that word, and we've said that word, and we've moved toward that word, we praise him for the answer. That's all that's left to do. But so many people leave off this last part. And they'll say, well, I spoke to it, but nothing happened. That was months ago, and it's still the same. Well, you can't just speak to something and then just leave it. There's going to, there will be times in your life where there's going to be time elapse from the time you've asked for something in prayer and the time it manifests in your life. And for, for different things, it might take a longer period of time. Our job during that time, whether it's 10 minutes, 10 days, or 10 years, our job is to keep praising him for the answer. And actually, I'm talking to me now, if we'd stay stirred up in our praise life and thanking him for the answer, I, I believe we would see things happen faster in the natural. You know what I'm saying? Things would come to pass quicker. And that's, I'm just talking to me. Because there's, there's been things I've been believing for for a long time. Praise the Lord. And uh, it's, it's easy when you start to get a big list to let some of those slip. 
there have been times where, you know, I've had, uh, you know, different ones in my church. You know, we, we pastored in New York for many years, and now we're here. But there's been times where somebody will say, I'm believing for such and such, you know, a new thing for their house. Praise the Lord. Okay. Uh, do you have a scripture you're standing on? Yes. They'll, they'll say that my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Okay. That's a good scripture. That's you know, it covers a lot of things. <laughs> and so they'll say that and, you know, they'll say, Pastor, be in agreement with you. I agree with you. And, you know, the Lord will prompt me uh, as I'm praying and, and just, you know, lifting up different ones in the, in the church or whatever. Father, they're, they're believing you for that particular item, and I agree. And you said that if two or more would, gather, would agree in your name, that it shall, it shall be done. It shall be done for them that believe. So, um, you know, I'd start putting my faith on it. And then, you know, I'd say to them, and this could have been a month or two or three down the line, but I remembered it in prayer. And so I said to them, hey, how's that? You know, do you have a picture of that thing, that item you were believing for? And they'd look at me. What? The item, the thing that you told me you would ask God for, you were believing him for, You told me, Philippians 4 (laughs) says that my God shall supply. And they're like, oh, right. What have they done? They let it slip. They'd forgotten about it. They got excited to claim it. (laughs) They got excited to start. But faith needs people that will finish to receive. How do we finish? How does faith win? We praise. We give thanks. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Forget not all his. Don't forget. Don't forget. Don't forget. Don't forget. You're believing for something. Don't forget about it. Forget not all his benefits. He goes on in this psalm to list some of the benefits. You don't even have to look much further than this psalm to get your answers for a lot of things. Who forgives all your iniquities? Who heals all your diseases? If you don't have another verse, you've got this one. (laughs) Who heals all? Everybody say all. 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 Does he mean all when he says all? He means all. You know, uh, uh, there's been different ministers. They, you know, they'll, the ones will dig into the Hebrew, dig into the Greek, and they say they've looked at the Hebrew word for all. They've looked at the Greek word for all. And you know what it means? All. all. <laughs> it means all. Amen. Who heals all your day? If you don't know another healing scripture, and there are hundreds of them, if you don't know another one, you can start right here. But what's he saying? Don't forget. Don't forget your benefits. Then he lists your benefits. He forgives all your sins, your iniquities. He heals all your diseases. He redeems your life from the pit. Oh, come on. Come on. If there was nothing else that God did for you, for me, then redeem me from a pit. You understand that some people live in a pit. I don't mean to, to belittle them or, or make fun of somebody or to talk bad about somebody. I'm telling you reality. Life without God is horrible. 
a phrase we'd use today is, it's the pits, right? He's redeemed my life from the pit. If there's nothing else to be thankful for, can we be thankful for this? He crowns you with steadfast love and mercy. Glory to God. What else does it say? He satisfies you with good so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. I have been claiming this verse a little bit more than I used to. When I was in my 20s, come on now, he renews my youth. Like, oh, glory to God. The Bible says it, so I can have faith for it. If the Bible says it, I can believe it. He renews my youth like the eagles. Glory to God. Time, time, time. Well, we won't go into any more of that, but you could spend all day in Psalm 103. What are we saying? The fourth part of our faith walk in any phase of believing God for something, asking him for something, asking him to do something in our life, the fourth part is praising, thanking, giving thanks for the answer. Hallelujah. Would you turn with me to one more scripture? Can we look at 1 Peter? I haven't even opened up my notes yet. Maybe that'll be next week. (laughs) Which, you know me, my notes are normally just a list of scriptures, so. (laughs) We'll fill in the blanks later. First Peter, I think that's where I wanna go. I should have marked these. Actually, I probably do have this in my notes. First Peter 1, verse eight. It says this, now we're talking about faith. Though you have not seen him, you love him. Is that the truth? None of us in this room, I dare say, have seen Jesus face to face. No. Even if if he appeared to you in a dream or a vision, that's still not flesh and blood, right? As far as I know, he's not going to walk through this door this morning. So, though you have not seen him, you love him. What is that? That's faith. (laughs) Believing in something you don't see with your physical eyes. Though you do not now see him, you believe in him and what? Rejoice. Rejoice with joy that is inexpressible and filled with glory. We rejoice. Why? Even though we don't see him, we know by faith. We, we love him. We know he exists. But this, my friends, is how... Let's look at verse 9. Look at that. Obtaining the outcome of your faith. Amen. Go back to verse 8. Though you don't see him, you believe in him, and you rejoice. 
Why? Because you have faith that his word is true. I understand this is talking the big picture. You, you, you're going to receive the outcome of your faith when Jesus comes to, to take us back home if, if we get to stay here that long. Um, and we will see him in heaven. I understand that's the big picture. But talking about the little picture, the little, the little days where we're just believing God for this or that or this. It says, you believe and then you rejoice. You believe, you speak it, and then you rejoice. With joy, this says inexpressible. Uh, Other translations say unspeakable. Um, What is that? That is like overwhelming joy. (laughs) Overwhelming joy. I mean, you are, when I read in Psalm 121 that the Lord was my keeper and that he would The sun would not smite me by day. I was overcome with joy. I was overwhelmed that God loved me. Because right then, in that bus, at that time, that was a word that he put in thousands of years before just for me to read. That's how personal it was to me. And I was overcome with his goodness with thanksgiving, that he would do that for me, that he would put that word in there for me, for me to have something to stand on. And I tell you, for any situation in your life, there's a word for you in his word for you to stand on. And once you've seen it and you've believed it, you are to rejoice. Why? With joy, inexpressible, uncontainable, and filled with glory. Because, verse 9 says it, this is how you obtain the outcome of your faith. This is how you get it into the natural. This is how you see it with these two eyes. This is how we've seen houses come in or cars or church buildings. Come on now. This is how you get it. You receive what God has said. You get the word about where he wants you to go, what he needs you to do. He dealt with us. Castle Rock, Colorado, raise up a work. It doesn't matter to me if it takes 20 years. I don't care how long it takes. If he said it, then I believe it. That's what he wants, so that's what we'll have. We use our faith. And guess what, guys? If you're part of us, part of this church, you get to use your faith. Why? You get to wake up every morning and say, Father, thank you for Faith Church Colorado. You've called us to Castle Rock. You've called us to Colorado. And so we thank you that, and you can put scriptures, find scriptures about his church, about his glorious church. Find scriptures. Maybe we'll do that next week. We'll see. And put it in your mouth and then thank him for it. Thank you, Father. You're bringing all the people in. Thank you, Father. You're helping us reach everyone that we need to reach. Father, thank you that we are expanding and we are growing. And thank you for the problems that we have of trying to figure out how to to get everybody packed into one room. Come on now. God gave you an imagination for a reason. Use it for his good and start thanking him for all those things. Thank him And that's how we obtain 
the outcome. The outcome. The result. The fi- that's how you get to the finish line of your faith. The finish line. Glory to God. I promise you, I go out in the sun all the time, anytime I get a chance. And for, well, I told you I was in my early 20s for a long time now. For a very long time. I have not had a single problem with being out in the sun. Why? Because I obtained the outcome of, I say my faith, but it was really all God. (laughs) He's the one that put the word in there. He's the one that spoke to me which psalm to read so I could find it. He's the one that showed me how to use my faith. He's the one that helped me have peace of mind so that I could walk in joy until I got the answer. And he's the one that paid the price of redemption so I could have it in the first place. Hallelujah. Why don't you stand to your feet this morning? Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. Faith praises. Faith gives thanks. Faith is glad. Hallelujah. No matter, faith is not sad. Faith does not wake up depressed in the morning because things haven't changed. Faith does not wake up and mope around the house and say, well, I'm just going to stay in my pajamas because there's no sense getting dressed today because there's nothing for me to do. You know, what, what, if, what if you were believing for a job? Well, somebody who's believing for a good job, they'd get up and get dressed. Act as if you're going to work. Hallelujah. We're not just laying around depressed, right? We're not just sad. We're not just moping. Well, Pastor Amy, sometimes you have sad days. Well then, the Bible told us we could rejoice in the Lord always. And again, he said, rejoice. Doesn't mean you feel like it. It just means you do it. That's faith. You don't feel like it sometimes. You just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Praise the Lord. I know we've gone, and I know it's warm, so I won't keep you. But understand this. The things that you've been believing for. What have you been believing for in years past that you let slip? What have you let lay down? What have you stopped thanking him for? Put this fourth part of your faith walk back into action. Faith wins by praising. Hallelujah. Father, thank you. Thank you for your word. We ask you, Father, to help bring this to our remembrance. And Lord, I... I did the best I knew to do, and I ask you to help drive this into our hearts so that that which we personally need, uh, we, we receive, and we can see in a better way and know you in a stronger way and walk in victory in a bigger way than we ever have before. We thank you, Father, that our faith is the victory that overcomes the world. Hallelujah. And so we thank you that our faith wins. Our faith overcomes. Our faith always, always receives the answer. Our faith always gains the victory. Not because we're so great, but because your word is so faithful and you are so true. Hallelujah. 
and you've designed things to work this way. And so we give you all the glory for it today in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 I hope this made sense to you guys. Hallelujah. It is so important.